Yeah, I want to start off. Kobe Covington's a big fat bitch. Fuck you, Kobe Covington. Go suck a dick and die slow. Now we can get back to the rest of our podcast. Round one. And we're back. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Round One Podcast. I'm Joshua. It's your boy Lou. And boy, did we have a fight in our hands. We're talking about UFC on ESPN 5. Yeah, we, it was a hell of a night. It was a hell of a night. There was, was ups, downs, excitements, new horizons, and just disappointments. Yeah, I want to start off. I know we normally start off by uh, first card, you know, first fight of the card, honorable mentions. But I want to start off by saying uh, Kobe Covington's a big fat bitch. Um, Ooh, he's distasteful. Um, he 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 fucking. Who's a big fat bitch? Yeah, yeah, Kobe. Is that distracting? I'm sorry. No, you're Go fine. Ahead. You're fine. He, he, I, did, he I, aims, I I hate him. He I aims him to the to the to the most mayonnaise bird shit demographic, fucking cousin sister loving people that I've. That, that that like like it's the like Kobe is the entertainment for the scum of the earth, dog. Like, I don't care about the MAGA hat. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't care about the the Kurt Angle and the and the cheesy, you know, I work on my cardio in the bedroom lines, bro. I don't even that doesn't even bother me, dog. But when you get on the mic after a fight and say something about Matt Hughes, who is a retired UFC fighter, when Ooh. you make joke jokes about yeah. how he got hit with a train dog like bro you are just you are disgusting dog like you're not even entertaining bro like i will watch you i will watch a fight with you in it to watch you get knocked out bro but when you're champion if you ever become champion i will not buy not one pay-per-view dog because you get the pay-per-view points like yeah, Matt Hughes, you you should have learned a, a lesson from your friend Matt Hughes. Get out of the way of the Kobe train, and it, whether it's a Trump train or Kobe train, get out of the way. And then afterwards, he's like, yeah, those are just words. Bro, I hope your next fight you get kicked in the neck and paralyzed from the waist down. Wait, hold on. If you're so sensitive, those are just words. Don't be so sensitive, snowflake. How does that feel, dog? Yeah, no. No, I, I can't. Like I you, can't. Like, like just totally distasteful, just a disgusting mm-hmm individual bro like mm-hmm. a disgusting individual dog and this is just off the topic before we even get into the fight because obviously we have to analyze the fight with you know what i mean being being objectively very objectively you know what i'm saying and call it like we see it but bro as an individual as a human being all of this stuff just for likes dog all of those words all of the things that you're saying just to get views just to get hits Bro, you're bird shit, dog. You're mayonnaise. You are a mumbling, stuttering, bu- 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 uh, 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 Bobby Boucher head ass boy. Fuck you, Kobe Covington. Go suck a dick and die slow. Now we can get back to the rest of our podcast. I'm sorry, bro. I just, no, no. I think it's. I think it needed to be said. I can't. I can't go any other way, man. It's just. Um, I typically don't care about what fighters do outside their life. Like if it's. It's 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 how I treat my music, you know. Like, I don't care what that rapper did. I don't care what that rapper said. If he makes music I like, I'm just gonna listen to the music I like. But right. this guy, on the other hand, 
Yeah, I when I heard the Matt Hughes reference, I already didn't like him going in. Right. Like I knew he was he was pandering with the MAGA hat to begin with, and he just went on it. Um, I think because of who is champion, or and who was champion. Exactly, bro. Like I, exactly. I, you know, I think it's a it's a straight uh, pander for for that audience. Yeah, but, you was trying to sell a race fight. You was yeah. trying to sell a race fight, and you are trying to sell Absolutely. a race fight. I mean, he was and, trying to sell one with Robbie, though I didn't think it worked. I don't think it was a logical. Well, not a race attempt. fight, but he was no, trying he was, to sell. Though. Really, with he race? Was. Yeah. Oh yeah. How? Like in one one of the um. I knew it. I knew it. You know, the, the, with, the, the fight hypes did. with Robbie. Yeah. He was talking about um sending people back to where they came from and shit like that, and I'm like, does that really work with Robbie? Oh, Robbie's uh, he, he's. I don't know. I don't know his I don't know his ethnicity. Um but I know I know his thing with Robbie was about um I know his thing with Robbie was about uh Robbie was a member of his gym before and then he left the gym and you know he's like oh he he besmirched Dan Lambert and all of this other stuff. Um but I didn't know I didn't know if he was talking about you know Robbie as Robbie or okay, so he's 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 uh he has Filipino, um his Filipino heritage and English, yeah. so I didn't know I didn't I didn't pick up on that, but that's a good pickup. Um, yeah, I, it was just one statement that he made. It would have made sense for other people, but for for me, for Robbie, I'm like this doesn't make sense. Like I don't, Robbie doesn't come off as a foreigner to be honest. No, he doesn't come off as a foreigner, but he's trying to do anything and everything and possible. He, to get clickbait, bro. He's a clickbait yeah. guy, bro. And yeah. it's sad that that we even like, bro. It's just, it's like he's everything that like. There's there's a reason why, um, there's a a huge black audience that doesn't tune in to UFC, and 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 there 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 might be now, but there hasn't really been you know like that one breakthrough fighter that really, um. Like the like the for lack of better words, the Allen Iverson of the UFC, right? Like somebody who somebody who really um is in touch with the 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 culture, the hip hop culture, the culture of just African Americans in America. Well, without saying in America, because you know, hence the name African Americans, right? But African Americans in general, um, there hasn't been a guy who really clicked with you know you got your you know rampage he had some buzz you had you know you got John Jones you know most most black people who know who watch fighting you know know about John Jones and stuff like that you had other guys uh, Mighty Mouse Anderson Silva just because he was dark um, Mighty Mouse didn't really you know fit the bill too much but people knew about him but there's a reason why because it's just this it's just this uh this air that you know is, is white guys in the ring and they're doing you know the kicking people in the face and boxing is more of our thing you know what I'm saying. And Kobe represents every everything that 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 stops that demographic from from really being reached. Kobe is the, like he is like bro. If you turned on the UFC, which is a free fight, and uh, on on ESPN five, and seen a guy standing up after the fight in a MAGA hat, going on and on about about the bullcrap that he was talking about and then afterwards in the post fight uh, the post fight interviews and and the stuff bro the stuff that he says bro it, it's first of all it's so obviously scripted it's ridiculous you know what i'm saying like yeah. 
we don't got to do this now. We can do this in my mama said, my mama said, like, nigga, shut the hell up, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, you're not even remembering your lines, my G. You're not even remembering your lines. You know what I'm saying? And then you're going to say something about Matt Hughes, bro. That just really, really pissed me off, dog. Because it's not like Matt Hughes is going to say, all right, well, let's fight again. He's like 50 now. Yeah. He, he, like, they never thought he was going to walk again. Last time we seen yeah. Matt Hughes, he had to have help standing up. And you're going to come after that guy? You're going to target the disabled veteran fighter? Mm-hmm. Like, if it wasn't for guys like Matt Hughes, there oh. wouldn't even be a welterweight division, period, bro. Yeah, and then, like, to say stuff like that, to come at people like that, and to turn around and be like, I support the troops. Look, I'm a I support the myself, troops, right. Okay? Come on, man, for and real. And to say, like, I support the troops, I didn't buy that. I didn't buy it at all. And, like, for the person that you are claiming representation of with the hat that you wear, I know that individual doesn't support the troops either. It's all a pander. It's about, you know, just pandering to a certain demographic of people that you care more about than others to try and continue to sow a divide. And I'm not for the divide. I'm not for the divide. No, I'm not for the divide either. You know what I'm saying? And and I, like I have, man, I, you know, I, I, I understand liberal views and I have conservative views of my own. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't consider myself neither Democratic or Republican. You know what I'm saying? I consider myself, you know, for the people, we, the people, whatever is in the best interest of the people. And, and truly, Truthfully, I don't I don't think that neither one party uh, uh, really, you know what I mean, wholeheartedly, you know, cares about the 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 the, the interest of the people. I, I see it as big business, but that's me. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a bit of a uh, of a um, I can't even think of the word to call myself right now. But yeah, I'm I'm a skeptic, a mother freaking, um, you know, conspiracy theorist <laughs> so so uh not not big time conspiracy theorists i mean i i have my i have my my thoughts about things but i mean listen man and not also not the negative version of the conspiracy theorist either nah not even you know what i'm saying like it's not like i bro i just i, I, like, just, I know you and you're not one to to see the like your level of skepticism it shows when I talk about some of the conspiracies I believe in. Yeah, like right, but well, like, right, like, well, like, right, like so that I'm not. I could be closer towards that negative connotation of conspiracy theorists than you would. Right. Well, not you know, not to say that you're on a negative, you know. Con- I, I just think that me and you, we think in different ways, and there's certain yeah. things that 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 might pique your antenna that you might hear, and it's like, oh wait, that didn't sound right. And certain things that doesn't really get catch on my radar, and there's things that I see or hear or think. That you might not even have thought twice about. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm a free thinker. But um, this guy, man, this guy is really, he's just really trying to sow a divide. Um, everybody's trying to sow a damn divide. It's all, it's all, it's, it's, it's all, it's all a fucking shit show. And, it, and, and the reason is, is because as long as we're divided, they can pump us full of whatever bull crap they want to. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to eat it like little sheep. Versus I, I think thinking for ourselves. I think it's, I think it's uh, now here's my conspiracy. I think it's worse than that. I think it's as long as there is a, a divide, you you can't really see. You're so focused on each other that you don't see what the third person's doing. 
Yeah, so very, very much. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. An attention diverter. One hundred percent. I mean, so. like you know, just to touch on, you know, what I'm saying, just, just you know, the things that happened in El Paso. You know, what I mean, prayers out to the families of El Paso. The things that happened out in, in um in Daytona, you know, uh, that's where I was born. Huh? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yep. I um, man, I, during the fight, I was uh. As soon as the news broke, I was trying to reach out to my um, family. My mom. Mm, I didn't know yeah. you still had family down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a lot of family. I did down not. There. I didn't know you still mm-hmm. had family down there. I thought they all moved up here to Jersey, but mm-hmm. um, but prayers out to you know the families in uh of uh, uh El Paso. Prayers out to the families in, Dat- in Daytona, Ohio. Um, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because it's like instances like that. You know, you hear a lot of things about like gun law, gun restrictions, and stuff like that, which I un- which I understand in a sense, right? Because you don't want nut jobs being able to go into Dick Sporting Goods, which they don't carry guns anymore. But you know, before you don't want nut jobs to be able to go into your local, you know, hunting store and get high power rifles and do some crazy crap with it. So as far as like background checks and different things like that, I I'm 100% agree, you know, agree with. And then on the other hand, you have the 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 people that's like, well, if everybody had a gun. Um, people ain't just walking around shooting people because everybody's strapped, you know what I'm saying? Which is, I, I also a- agree and understand because I grew up in the projects where everybody had a gun. So, um, you know what I mean? But my, my thing is, it's like it's such a fear mongering where you have these instances or these, these, these horrible tragedies that happen. And then you have, you know, the Democrats like, you know, b- abandoning gun laws, abandoning gun laws. But then the moment that you do, that'll be they'll be the same one. Like and then like you praying for a democratic, you know, president, you know what I'm saying, which is, you know, cool and all well. But it's like that'll be the same party that once gets in office, some bullcrap happened, now it's martial law. Y'all wanted nobody to have guns. Now ain't nobody got guns. And now y'all can't now we can't even defend ourselves mm-hmm. from the bullcrap that they plant. Like I that's the way I think. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And, you know, not to get away from you know, the UFC event, but it's just like all of this stuff is just, you know, it, it just all comes into play, bro. It's like, I sit down like, okay, this is, this is, this is, you know, last point, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to harp, you know, too heavy on, 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 um, on things like this. But a lot of people have problems with the Colin Kaepernick, uh, Neil, because you know, I was going to say that they I said, was, I was, yeah. was going to say that because I feel like there's people that, I know a lot of people, a lot of people I work with that was really, really upset with, you know, the Colin Kaepernick. They would ask me because I'm literally one of only four black people on the floor. Trust me, bro. I was and a black guy in the union when it happened. So, yeah. I was, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. I was in the hockey nor- puck on the North, yeah. in North Jersey. Oh, yeah. You know, I was the hockey like, puck on the rink of ice. So, so I totally yeah. understand you. So, but they would, you know, they asked me my opinion because I'm a veteran and I'm black. Like, that was supposed to shape how I felt about what he stood for. But like, so if you got upset about how politics, and this is what this, this is really about, you know, for the listeners, this is what this is about. It's politics seeping into your entertainment. Into your entertainment, right. In the Colin Kaepernick situation, a lot of people were very upset that politics was entering into their entertainment. Exactly, exactly. And I just want to say that this is exactly what's happening for us with, the Colby Covington is it's politics seeping into my entertainment. Exactly, bro. And so that's if the, you have the right. right to be mad about Colin Kaepernick. Then I we have I the right. The right to be mad about Colby Covington. One hundred percent. And the thing, and in the, in the, in the, the most trifling aspect of it is that Colin Kaepernick's stance 
was wasn't a stance at all. It was a fact of until the flag stands for what it should, until the flag stands for what it initially said that it would stand for, which is liberty and justice for all, which is equality, which is you know what I'm saying freedom for all people. Until the flag stands for what it's supposed to stand for, I will not stand for it, and I will kneel. You know what I'm saying? If, uh, initially, it was going to be a sit. But a guy that um, plays football that was a, a, a former veteran, he told them he told him that kneeling would be more respectful. So I will kneel, you know what I mean, which is the same thing you do when you propose, which is the same thing you do when you get down in prayer. I will kneel. I don't know when kneeling has ever been seen as disrespect. In, in the days of old, when you came before the king, you knelt before him. So I don't understand the, the aspect that they were throwing in there, but his stance was, until the flag stands for what it's supposed to stand for, I will kneel during the anthem. Not talk, not speak on it, not get on there and talk about how people got hit by trains, not wear a MAGA hat or, or, or Obama shirt or none of that. I'm just going to kneel as a silent protest. But and that was that was totally disrespectful. And the NFL wanted to ban it and do all of this jive. But now when you got a guy walking around with a MAGA hat on talking about, you know, let people go back to where they came from and saying all these little divisive things. Nobody has a problem with that in our entertainment. I, I have a huge problem with that, bro. I have a huge problem with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do, too. Fuck Kobe Covington. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him, fuck him. Hold on. Fuck him. Now I'm done. Mother made him, motherfuck him. Straight up. So, mm, mm, mm. back to our regular schedule. Starting off with Matt Schnell versus Jordan Espinosa. Matt the Hammer Schnell. The Hammer Schnell. I like Matt Schnell. Do mm. you? I was a little excited for Jordan Espinosa coming in. He, he gave me a little Edson Barboza vibe, you know, with his speed and whatnot. If I remember right, Matt Schnell started from the Ultimate Fighter TV show. I want to say, I want to say that he was one. <clears throat> I want to say that he was one of the flyweights that the that was brought in. Uh, with the by the Ultimate Fighter show, I'm not 100 percent sure, but mm -hmm. yes, okay, yeah. So that's when I that's when I oh yeah, Rob Font was on there too. I like Rob Font. Um, that's when oh no, Rob Font wasn't on the show. I think Rob Font just ended up fighting him afterwards. But yeah, he came in at the Legacy at the Legacy FC champion, and and then um, he went into the Ultimate Fighter house. So I liked Matt Schnell. Um, just because, you know, I, I remember him from, from that days. And if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong that he wasn't on that show, you know, correct me in the comments. But, um, so I was excited for him, but I was not expecting the level of growth shown by this young man. I mean, good Lord, the second fastest flyweight submission of all time. I mean, yes, yes. Wow. Yes. In the this prelims, was, yeah, this, the prelim card was 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 hype. Yeah, the whole card was really the whole yeah. card was really really good. It was a really great card. Oh yes, um, but yeah, but he, the, the pre this was a prelim that um, surprised me coming in. Um, it definitely uh, uh, there was some ebb and flow, but like I came in at the end. We're we're not talking about her because I missed most of her fight. I literally came in. At the uh, the knockout TKO for Lauren Murphy. Uh, yeah, I but totally missed this, that. This, 
<clears throat> this card went decision, then submission, TKO, submission, submission, decision. Like, so the prelim card was like UFC, was it 240 or was it Fight Night 155? I forget what, which one it was, where it was, uh, it started and ended with decision. And it, yeah, was, it was all submissions, all in quick fights in between. I so. think that was the, um, that might have been a Frankie Edgar, which one called, was it? No, that that wasn't a great card, I don't think. Mm. I mean, it was okay. It was an okay card, but it wasn't the Frankie Edgar versus Max Oliver card. It must have been the one before that. It might have been the John Jones card. I think so. Yeah, because yes, yep, yes, it, yep, was. it was. It the was. Jones card, yep. Yes, it they was. Had, uh, they had, they had, um, uh, uh, Masvidal. You know, they asked Masvidal what do you think, what he, what, you know, what his thoughts was. I on saw that. that. Yeah. I think that was his boy that did it, though. I don't think it was an official thing. I, they were, like, nah, there was a hotel no, room. Yeah, but he was just like super distasteful. Super distasteful. Like he didn't even, he looked disgusted by it. Oh, yeah. And Masvidal's a stand up. But guy. he's also not interested in fighting um, Kobe. He, well, he, he said he to... would fight him if it's for the championship. Yes, exactly yeah. what I mean. Right. Um, That's exactly what I was getting at. Was he? He's interested in. Now it's interesting. He said, um, not to get off topic, but um, or or not to go down this road, but he said that he had four offers on the table, yes, and sir. each one of them, us as fans, would enjoy. Yeah, I'm really so, really excited about that. I'm wondering if one of them is Connor, but I think Connor and uh, Cowboy might be solidified. There was some. There was a uh, no because Cow- Cowboy's supposed to be fighting. Um, Cowboy's fighting. Um, uh, uh, Justin Gaethje. Ah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So he still has. So it's him. And, it, it could be him and Connor. Yeah, and I think that Connor thing is a is a deal. Oh, not a deal, but I think that's a real thing because of that little yeah. smirk that Uncle Dana yeah. threw up Ex- when he was saying, you know what I mean? He's like, I, I think Connor's too big, and and, and and Connor didn't like when I said it, but I'm gonna say it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, Uncle that's Dana. That's a that's a that's a fish hook. Right, right, and right. Then, uh, you have him versus Leon Edwards, which is still again big, everybody right, will want to watch it. Right. Um, maybe him versus Tyron Woodley. Mm. Um, I think that's three, but I don't know what four is. Four might be a, a championship fight. I don't know, but I think those are the first three. Yeah, you I think I think. Little, mm. Well, I, I know. I, I think know that every, if, if Kamara, sorry not to cut you off, but if, if Kamara no, is still injured uh, before the end of the year, then they might make. Um, he ain't injured. Well, I don't think he's injured, but I'm saying if he, he if he's not cleared Yo, uh, to fight uh, before the end of the year, then they might make it be it between um uh uh Kobe might might have had um might have been onto something with uh Kumar faking an injury or 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 uh what do you call that bleeding an injury or whatever you want to call it. Hey, um, I mean, I don't think he was. He, yeah, he jumped at him, but uh, he was the right night, the night before the fight. And then he got uh, or the night after out. I think it was the fight. Nah, he said it was the night before because the next night he got wheelchaired out um, in that suit. Yeah. Well, you know so what he was saying it was the night before the fight. It was a few yeah. hours. It, you know, it was like only hours before. I think, so, bro. No, I, 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 I want to say I, that I, happened I mean, after the fight. I, if I remember correctly, I feel the same. You know, it definitely. It, it, Kobe might have been saying but, it wrong because because you but, know what, it, it definitely happened way, after the fight. But either way, no, 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 one hundred percent. You got wheelchaired out. No, one hundred percent. I believe the sequence. I believe the sequence is it. It he um he won the championship and then they was talking trash after the fight in the palms, 
and that's when he uh and that's you know when the altercation happened between him yeah. and uh I had uh, to go back and uh, uh Ali and fact check that for all of us yeah um because I don't think Ariel Hawani fact checked it no but on uh at the time and you know what but, I mean I'm not saying once again with these fighters sometimes bro like you might have a nagging injury. It might not have been that you was like that that injured, but the fact is, okay, you're the champion. Like, okay, you couldn't I take mean, off. You, go, you couldn't take you off listen, before you got the fight. Well, before you got the title shot, right? Because if you did take off right. to get surgery, you then you would have lost the opportunity for yeah, a title shot. Lost the reason why Kamar got the title shot before Kobe is because Kobe took off. Like Kobe had some type of injury, and he wasn't ready to fight when Tyron when Tyron Woodley said, "I'm ready to fight." And Kamar stepped up and said, I am. And that's the way that uh, 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 um, Kamar got the fight. That, like, now, you know, now, but now, if you go on to um, Joe Rogan's podcast and you listen to Kamar right after he gets the belt, mm -hmm. he goes through a list of all the injuries. Right, that he was fighting through. So I think that the moment yeah. that you get the championship, it's kind of like a I safeguard you, yeah. because you're like, yeah. okay, I'm champion. So now you want to get like before before you start I a dominant make sure title I'm run. Healthy. Yeah, yeah, you want to you want to make it. You want to make yourself. You want to make sure that you got all the all the all. The, you got to tune up all the the little aches mm -hmm. and and bumps and bruises that you have you know suffered along the way to get in the belt. Um, that you get it taken care of. I mean, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, but I do think that he needs to defend it before the end of the year. Yes. Um, but, yes. But back to, um, and you know, because obviously we're going to revisit, uh, we're going to revisit this conversation. We're going to revisit this topic. Mm -hmm. But back to um, uh, uh, Matt the Hammer Schnell. Man, what a beautiful, I mean, he sat, uh, I think the guy shot in on him and he, and he uh, caught him with a, um, a guillotine choke. He sat down into the guillotine choke and then he revert, he switched the guillotine to a, uh, um, a triangle choke, which you don't, you, you almost never see. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? From from well, switching a submission from a hand submission yeah, to a foot think, to a, a leg submission. But I mean, no, normally normally the reason why you don't see it though is because they when they go into the guillotine they don't have their um, legs up high enough on the shoulders to be able to switch it into that triangle. Right, their but legs that just are, tend to be down at the waist. Right, but that's just that's just uh, you know that just adds praise to his to his you know flexibility is his, his uh you know what i'm saying awareness his de his dexterity his his awareness um amazing submission by by matt schnell man i i wanted to see him um versus the top 10 uh, fighter myself in the flyweight division i think guys like matt schnell is is that is that type of uh i think matt schnell could bring that light could bring that heat to the flyweight division they need at least another a uh, superstar in that division and i think that um, they they definitely need another superstar in that division, and I think Matt Schnell could be. Too. Yeah, he cut a very good promo. Listen, mm -hmm. you can't have the same instance when you did when Mighty Mouse was the champion. You can't have uh, uh, Henry Cejudo's only you know on, only only people that 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 he has an opportunity to defend the belt against be Joseph Benavidez and God forbid John Dotson again. We can't just keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? You got to throw some new blood in there. And Matt the Hammer Schnell, man, as a fan, I definitely got my eye on that guy. Um, six submission. I would have liked the, the fight to go a little bit longer just to see some more that he could do. But just huge mm -hmm. growth from the last growth from the last time I seen him, which I believe was on the Ultimate Fighter. Um, high praise to that dude, man. Second fastest uh, submission in the flyweight history. In flyweight history, um, I'm excited to see where he goes, bro. Matt Schnell, uh, he's a problem. I definitely agree. Um, moving on, we have Antonina Shevchenko. Ooh. Versus mm. Lucy mm. Pudilova. 
Pretty base Shevchenko. Mm. Mm. Pretty base Shevchenko is a problem, okay? Now, I don't want to butcher Pretty Bay's first name. And I know her, her, her nickname is not Pretty Bay, but Antonina, Antonina Shevchenko will always be Pretty Bay Shevchenko to me. She is a problem, okay? Inside and outside the octagon, Pretty Bay Shevchenko is a problem, all right? The little sister, is it the little sister to the champion of, of Valentina Shevchenko? I think she is. Gee whiz. I really do think she is. A Muay Thai phenom that came over mm. in the flyweight division, and Pretty Bay is nuts with it, okay? Just mm-hmm. absolutely nuts with it. I mean, the way she fights, the way she carries herself in the octagon, you know, how just calm, chill, relax. It got a little dicey there in the clinch. Pretty Bay was landing all types of knees and all types of all types of things. And the girl just caught her with a hard over-the-top elbow. Two of them back to back. Bung bung. And Pretty Bay, she took it. Took it right on the forehead. Got a little blood. Oh, yeah. Went back to oh, the yeah. octagon and sat Dude, down. She had the the first elbow split her. The second elbow caused a uh a hematoma on the side of her head. I mean, those were hard. Hard elbows. Yeah, the second yeah. elbow definitely, uh, definitely made her wobble oh, a little bit. Definitely gave her dear legs. Older sister. She's Valentina's older, older sister. Yeah, yeah. She's got Valentina by three years. She's Valentina's what? older sister. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Pretty Bay is aging like fine me. wine. Ooh. Pretty Bay's out here aging like fine wine. You know what? The way that she submitted that girl. Was just yo that was downright wild. beautiful. Just that was beautiful. wild. I mean, she she basically jumped up on her shoulders, um, going for. Well, girl was t- oh, like girl was trying to take her down. A, looks like she yeah, but I mean, but she was, she was yeah. taking her down. But it's, she still like she was up top, and then the girl dropped her. It looked but like it she looks like right. she was going for her, like. Bro, if this was WWE, it would have been a flying crucifix. Okay. Right. I thought that she was going down in the crucifix position. Special. Exactly. Right. I thought that she was trying to take the Gary Goodridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as she, as soon as she gets down, she's in this crucifix position to Mm -hmm. where all she has to do is roll it over, and then we can elbow this to the end. Mm -hmm. I did not see that. What was it? A rear naked choke. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I believe it was a, a rear naked choke. It was definitely like an arm, arm in chi- triangle choke or yeah, something. No, 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 no. She switched it to a rear naked choke. It was definitely a rear naked choke because yeah, it was rear naked. Yeah, she switched a crucifix. The the like like getting taken down to a crucifix position. Switch fell into like a rear naked choke. Well, fell in the crucifix, switched it over to a rear naked choke, and then choked the girl unconscious. She choked it asleep. Oh, Joshua, out, out. out. I mean, out, out. I don't know where the hell the refs was on this one, but they wasn't Yo, protecting the fighters at all times. They, 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 pro- they only protected Espinosa. Espinosa was the, um, from the time that we came in, Espinosa was the only uh, person that was protected on this fight, okay? Mm, After this, everybody went night-night. You had to prove that you were not going to have a second Lawler Askren issue. Hell okay? no. And shout Everybody out, and, was and, going and, night night. and they dropped and they dropped fifty thousand on Pretty Bay, so I'm yes, happy about did. that. Yes, they did. I'm happy about that, man. What a fight! I'm really excited about about seeing her. You know what? It's funny because I need to find out what um what's the difference between oh a technical guillotine. That's because she didn't tap. 
Yeah. Yeah. You. She didn't. Get I wanted a to know to. what the difference was a, between a technical submission and the submission. Yeah, technical submission is That's when why you choke I had to them come to sleep. Over here. Yeah. Yeah, you pin them to sleep. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people sleeping. Today. Yeah, a lot of people went to sleep. A lot yeah. of people went to sleep. Herb, Herb Dean was Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman, <laughs> give Yo, me a dream. Uh, the next submission that we get to, man, I can't, I can't wait to describe how Herb looked trying to, uh, trying to confirm this one. Like he was sprinkling sand on the motherfucker. No, no, no. I, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it for when it's accurate. But um, but yeah, yo, um, and. and Antonina, she is, uh, she's in, um, she's in Rousey's old weight class. She's in, uh, uh, Nunez's original no, 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 no. Tight, uh, weight class. It's, it's the, she, weight, she's the in weight class. Uh, no, she's in fly. Oh. Yeah, she's in the new 125 uh, pound mm. division. So she's she's 10 pounds lighter than her sister. That's Jessica Andrade. Right? Yes, yes, that's Jessica yeah. Andrade. And, oh. That's my bad. Just, just saying that, just, it just gave mm. me, it gave me heart flutters. Like, oh hey, hey, my hey, gosh. Hey, hey. I know, I know, Rose Name of Pajamas, but you know what? Listen, you can't, you, listen, listen. Would you take two Shevchenkos? I'm not ready to see Rose Name of Pajamas fight Pretty Bay Shevchenko. All right, Mm. I I couldn't, my heart couldn't take it, okay? Listen, Rose is still my girl, because Rose, I've been rocking with Rose since since the Ultimate Fighter show. Rose is still my girl. I've been rooting for this, man. What, you going going with Pretty Bay? Huh? I can't go with Pretty Bay yet, not over top of Rose, not over Rose. No, 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 no. I have a bad, um... Support over this one. I just want, I, I by all means, it doesn't matter how it happens. Oh yeah, well, I just I'm want Shevchenko's to be uh, the title holders. Two I sisters, sisters, to hold, yeah, and it, and it'll down. be they'll be the first set of sisters yeah. ever holding the title. It, it's very possible, bro. But man, listen, I don't think Jessica Andrade is gonna hold the belt for too long anyway. Um, she she shouldn't have really got it from Rose. Rose was Rose was whooping that behind. Um, yeah. Rose looked like Rose looked like. Like 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 Lady Jones, Lady Johns Jones out there. She just was just yeah. just just dissecting, just needs to come jabbing, back the same way. destroying her. Yeah, Rose just needs yeah. to do the exact same thing. Just don't get lazy or, or or distracted and 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 get your belt back, dog. Don't even think of erase all thought of retirement mm-hmm. out of your mind, Rose Nama Pajamas. Please, please, pretty please for me. Good lord, I just want to see you in the octagon. I don't care if your hair long, if your hair shaved. Rose, we support you over here at the Round One Podcast. And, and, and we got Pretty Bay Shevchenko coming up. Oh, God, if you put Rose and Pretty Bay on the card, good Lord. Uh, it, it's just it's just pandemonium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for nothing like that. Please, Rose, down pajamas, come back and claim your throne. Drop one time for Rose. Uh, we, you know, we really need to get these bombs. We really need to get some type of sound effects here. <sighs> I'm at the work on it. I need a, uh, I think it's called something. a launch pad. I need a launch pad. We need to invest in a launch pad. Come support us, round one. We need a launch pad. We need a launch so pad. I all my cool, I need, so I can do all the cool sound effects. But, uh, man, what a good fight. All right, okay, okay. Make us sound like a 90s radio show. All right, so the next couple will be able to move through a little bit quicker. But, man, pretty bae, pretty bae, pretty bae. She is just something else. I, I'm really excited about her. It makes me feel like the first time I watched Tony Ferguson. But, you know, different because... She's pretty bad. So, on to the next fight. Mickey Gall. Repping Jersey. Repping Jersey. Mm-hmm. Versus Salim. Go ahead, Josh. That's your thing. Oh, Tuhari. Okay. Got that one on the nose. Salim Tuhari. Now, mm-hmm. Mickey Gall got, gets a lot of slack. 
Mickey Gall gets a lot of slack because, uh, you know, he won his first fight and then he came out against Matt Perry. And, I mean, not Matt Perry, I apologize, against, uh, 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 what's my man's name? Oh, man, you know, it's crazy. C- uh, Punk? Yes, yeah, CM Punk. He, he, he won his yeah. first fight and then he came out against CM Punk. And he beat CM Punk. Um, then after the CM Punk fight, he fought Sage Northcutt. So uh, uh, choked out Sage Northcutt. That's when people was like, oh, man, because, you know, Sage Northcutt got a little mean in that fight. Uh, shout out to the Sage Northcutt. I hope your face mm-hmm. is healing well, son. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is he over in 1FC? I don't know, but the man looks like Ken. Mm. Or, 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 yeah. He looks he like. He should just be an actor. Not the dial, like from Street Fighter. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I caught that one. From this picture that right here, he looks like a young, he looks like a young uh, 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 guile. Mm. Oh, I could give you that one. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so after that, then he fought Randy Brown. Randy lost to Randy Brown. And then uh, or George Sullivan, he won that fight also by submission. So we knew that his ground game coming into this was nasty. He took an L to Diego Sanchez. And it wasn't just an L. It was a major L. Diego Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat the piss out of uh, Mickey Gall. But you could tell that Mickey Gall didn't look 100%. Uh, he was slow. He was tired. Whatever the excuse may be, Mickey Gall came back in this one, and he repped Jersey hard, I thought. Huh? What did you yeah. think? Um, You knew what I thought. I know, but I, I wasn't. wasn't impressed. Oh, man. I know. I'm sorry. I just I felt like, I felt like watching him, I felt like he should have just had more gas in the tank i mean and but like the dude kept, george sullivan everybody I mean, kept Celine talking Tahar. him up from the diego sanchez which i watched that fight but i just felt like watching him and hearing oh he got back on the cardio block i'm just like well he should have more gas in the tank he was tired by midway into the second round maybe three quarters of the way in the second round but this he time tired. he wasn't stopping like he was tired but like okay he yeah, was physically I mean, tired. He wasn't, but he wasn't, wasn't throwing bombs. He was more doing point striking. He was throwing. He was I, thought I, was, I would say that he was throwing bombs. They was missing, mm-hmm. but he was swinging heavy. Oh, he was swinging heavy leather. Salim was getting mm-hmm. out of the way of him. But uh, another thing that you have to attribute is that Salim was landing some hellacious body shots on the man, and he that was. will zap. That will okay. zap whatever um, whatever stamina yeah. that you came in with. I just visually, I wasn't impressed. All I right. just. Mickey Gall, I think this suffers from the classic, uh, the classic round one hype. You know how we do, where uh, we'll hype something up, and then the, the other person will just be like, "I I didn't see all that hype." Yeah. And you did give me hype for Mickey Gall way back on CM Punk. And well, I wasn't too too hype. I think it was the it was the Sage Northcut. It was the it Sage Northcut. Like it wasn't amazing hype, but you were you were excited for Mickey Gall more than CM Punk. Well, yeah, because I which thought, I thought was interesting. Well, I didn't. I never uh, listen. I never. I like WWE, but I never expected CM Punk to do anything <laughs> besides get choked out. Let me be honest. But I, I, but just, I wasn't a believer right in now, him until after the Sage Northcut fight. I, I, I how, thought, how, how old is he? He's twenty seven. I got more than enough time. Hell to, yeah. Um, He's 27 uh, to, and he's only eight. This guy. And he's only eight I'm fights just, in his entire professional career. Not not you know not in the yeah. UFC yeah. entirety. Eight fights, which is which is why I think eight fights in. I he still has grown. Obviously, he still has grown. But I mean, for me, he he still has growing to do for me. Yeah, I think uh, that's. I don't to, think to, that's um, to like him. I won't. 
I'm not going to not support him. Uh, when he's on a card, I'm going to watch him. He's he's a guy that I have written down for work. Okay, I haven't written down to analyze him to see where's he growing, where's he changing. I think he's an all-around fighter. I absolutely do. But for this particular fight, um, and it could be, we we. It's funny how every now and then we say um, that uh, another fighter's style can make you look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I don't have enough on Salim to say, yeah, Salim made Mickey look that way. I do recognize and and uh, attest to the body shots. Excuse but me. But there was just some areas outside of that where I felt like um, I, see, I still see some improvements for Mickey. And I, I don't um, think that's not. I don't think that's this was the unfair. one. Oh yeah, you know what? I know it's straight off. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, I know it's straight off the bat. Um, it took me a little bit to remember, but he went for the submission just way too much. It was like a dog with a bone. He just he would go for the submission instead of he was doing. I thought you know I I thought he was doing pretty well on the feet, um, and I thought he wasn't as successful um, in the submissions. Um, and he would just keep going. He would. He would. Um, he would work too hard for the submission. Well, let me Sometimes stop you right you there. A, let, me, let me stop you. Right, uh, I said, let me ahead. stop you right there because you. I'm glad that you hit on that point. Um, 100% agree with you in an aspect. He was going for the submissions very hard, right? And the old adage of any great um, jujitsu practitioner is uh, position before submission, right? So you should always lock in the position or get your position and get your man, you know, either held down or locked into whatever, you know, mount, guard, uh, back control, whatever, whatever, mm. you know, side control, whatever you're in. You should That's have them one. locked down before you start attempting, you know, different submissions. Mm-hmm. But the thing are that you, I took... Ta- uh, the thing he was going to talk about him... Uh, when he was on the cage and oh yeah, well all lock, of the submissions the outside leg instead of the inside leg. Well, you, not just that. Yeah. It, even when he was going for the guillotine choke, he grabbed onto the body and then he dropped himself back instead of allowing the man instead of the choke and then allowing the man to fall forward into the choke. Yeah. But this yeah, is the yeah, thing yeah. that I gleaned from Mickey Gall. He wanted to finish. He wasn't in there throwing no up Kobe Covington uh, rear naked chokes. No he wasn't throwing up those little fake baby girl chokes. Mick, well, I can't even say fake baby girl chokes because the baby girls be be be. I mean, pretty baby Shevchenko uh, uh, put people to sleep. Okay, so I can't even say that. You know what I mean? But he wasn't throwing up those little Mickey Mouse WWE uh, chokes. He was trying to really, really attack the submission. The problem is, I think that because I, I he agree. just was coming off of a loss, he didn't want to go down two yeah. and oh, and he wanted to get yeah. something exciting. You know what I mean? He wanted to yeah. get back on on I'm the um on, you know what I mean in the in the good standings and the great standings of the of the people. And for the first time Mickey Gall was fighting in his hometown of New Jersey. So I think mm-hmm. he was trying to get the finish, but I think he was he was I think he was a little bit too hungry for it. And he was instead of waiting, like uh uh Gerald uh 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 Mershot. Yeah, Mershot. Gerald uh, Gerald Mershot. Gerald Mershot waited for the submission like a snake, like a snake charmer. He just was waiting for the opportunity and he seized it up. Mickey Gall just became a black belt and Mickey Gall wanted to show that he was a black belt now. And yeah. that's no knocks against him. I think eight fights in, he's still a little green. Um Matt Perry called him green and and, and guess what? Mm-hmm. Uh CM Punk, is it Mike Perry? Platinum Mike. Mike Perry. Yeah, Mike Perry. Mike Perry mm-hmm. called him green, and and, and and Mickey Gall said, let's go. I want to fight. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think that's an amazing fight um, for Mickey Gall if he can get it. I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, Mike Perry might put you to sleep, uh, but not with a submission with uh, his hands. But, um, uh, you know, he definitely, you know, uh, he's, 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 he's trending the right way. At 27 years old, only eight professional fights. I believe Mickey Gall is trending the right way. And I think by the time he's 30, you were going to see him in some type of uh, title contention right now he reminds me of a fighter that could be like neil magley but i think his upside could be bigger than that perry Saturn. every time you say perry i think of perry Saturn. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. every time i'm just like no 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 it's this is what guy. i gotta deal with this is what i gotta <laughs> deal guy. with Platinum uh, mike perry that's hilarious man that dude came back you know he was old when he was in all right sorry about that all right, you uh you brought up a name. You brought up Gerald uh Mearshart. Um he fought Trevor uh excuse me, Trevin Giles, not Giles. Yeah. Giles. Giles. You know how I know it's Giles? Cuz I grew up near Giles Street. Right, exactly. Okay? Spelled the same damn way. Spelled the same way. Giles. It's a soft G, more like a J. <laughs> Can you say it for me? Giles. Giles. All right. Um this was an interesting Oh man, I, I skipped up. I did skip up, but can I skip up? Yes, we, we, we're already in the up. flow. Skip up, and we'll yeah, go back down sorry. and, and, and cover and, and cover those. Because we um, definitely got some that we gotta that we gotta talk about. But it's okay. Keep yeah, on going. This one was interesting to me though because Gerald is nobody to sleep on on the ground. He's not one that you would think like, man, I could take this dude on the ground. Right. Even if you were good, unless you were Damian Maya. Right. I wouldn't be like, man, I could take Gerald on the ground. Love, I would love um, to see Jerry, uh, 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 Gerald Mersha and, and Damian Maya go back to back with ground. Mm. On the ground, I would like to see that. Even though they're different weight classes now because uh, Damian Maya dropped down. He used to be a middleweight. Mm. But, um, but you know what? It, it, a testament to Trevor Giles. They could do that because that would be just um, that would be sub, right? Yeah, they could do a, sub, a submission fight. But a test yeah, to I mean, Trevor Giles. Trevor Giles was, he, I mean, <laughs> they both was going after it. Like, yeah, there was some boa it constrictors was in there. It was it was very interesting because um, I I don't have any history on uh, on Trevin at all. I don't have any so history. I was, with I was more of following guys. off of the commentators' yeah, history of yeah. it. And I mean, I was just by seeing how Gerald was setting up his submissions, uh, his submission attempts, and watching Trevin go back in and engage in that. I was shocked. I yeah. was shocked. I was like, man, you didn't, you didn't think that last time was, you know, uh, scary enough? You're just going you're just gonna go, okay, all right, go back in there. And when he got that anaconda choke, I was like, okay. But the way Gerald turned out of it, I mean, first of all, I, I, I hope I never have to get choked by any jujitsu person, but I think the UFC has taught me a lot of how to get out of some of these these holds, you know. Right. Well, yeah. And, if, uh, if, if an amateur person knew, uh, choked you, then you like if it was just a you know street fight from watching and uh, you know an excessive amount of UFC, yeah. I believe that you would automatically yeah. go to to I defend the hands. Escape a lot of like the first thing that you should like well, instinctively no, no, in this one, when you, when in, somebody in this starts one, to choke I, you. In this one, I didn't know that with the anaconda choke, you want to turn your face towards the hands. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know that's how you get out of it, which makes total sense. Right. Don't get me wrong, it makes total sense. But, you know, watching a visual demonstration of oh, it, yeah. you know, kinda kinda seals the deal for me. But um yeah, so when he when he slipped straight out of that anaconda choke, 
I was uh, I was shocked, and I said, uh, I wouldn't engage again, man. I just wouldn't. I'm a, my favorite choke of my, I think it's my favorite choke of all time is definitely the Anaconda choke. Um, the Anaconda. But Phil Davis did it for me because you, I never saw it coming with Phil. Yeah, Phil. Phil. Uh, yeah, Phil's a monster with the Anaconda. Yeah. Um, he he definitely made me fall in love with that choke and with the with the alligator roll. Yeah. Uh, I was. I don't think they should call it the Anaconda choke. I, I thought they should call the it the alligator roll. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, yeah, like mine would be the Darce just because of, of Tony and the way that he is. Yeah, it's just I love the way he rolls it. But anyway, um, yeah. So this was the first of night nights. Okay, this was the first of you're going to have to sleep your way out of this ring. This was the first of we are not taking chances because when I say Trevin Giles was out, Trevin Giles tapped with both hands and Herb Dean had to get up under there like he was changing oil. Yeah. Like he got up underneath the choke. Uh, Gerald, thank you for your sportsmanship. Me, I greatly appreciate yeah, because he felt good it. sportsmanship. Right. He knew he was out. He announced he was out. He announced that he tapped. He relieved the pressure, but made sure, you know, he didn't let it go and was like, he's out. But, um, yeah, this was the first where, you know, Herb was like, y'all want to talk shit about me and, and Robbie Lawler? That's not happening again, all right? Everybody's going to get a good view of this. But um, hats off to Gerald. Heck hats yeah. off to Gerald. I like you. Yeah, I like I like Gerald. Uh definitely. I like Der uh, Gerald Mershot. Um I was I was I thought that the fight was going a little slow. At first not slow because it wasn't going slow at all, but I thought that they was giving up position so easily. Like I guess it was just like I wasn't used to seeing the, like two guys with this level of ground game and then a guy that was just really willing to like fight off his back in Gerald cuz I'm like, man, okay, he's mounted. No ground to pound thrown, automatically buck mount back into uh, uh, you know swept back into strong, full guard, and I'm just like, what the mount. hell? Strong. Like like it was just back and forth. Like both of these guys was giving out mount, giving up mount, and you normally don't see that. Once you get a guy mounted, it's like okay, you know you'll see them, you, you know, know, struggle back to you, you know half guard or also, side control. You also or, see, you also see the fluidness um, in the in the lighter divisions, you know, like the the just rolling, rolling, rolling. And there wasn't a lot of rolling here, but there was great sweeps here. Very, very great sweeps. Very technical sweeps. Yeah, definitely. Definitely enjoyed that one. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was a really good fight. Um, dropping back down. So, sometimes, Lewis, you just have to sacrifice your dick for the greater good. She whiz, man. Oh, my you know? gosh. Sometimes you just have to put your dick in front of that train and take the shot. Sometimes, Lewis, you just have to let a man kick you in the dick three times in order to seal the win. I mean, I've never seen a dick abuse like I witnessed in, Uf <laughs> in, in UFC. Yo, ESPN we said, five. we said, oh shoot, it's gonna be a DKO. Bro, it's a DKO. He's about to get dick knocked out. I mean. And they had my they had my man who was the the referee the referee of the night mini Bobby uh mini Bobby Lesnar, um, 
I, mini muscle body. Yeah, mini muscle body Lesnar. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, mini muscle body was 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 was. He had to, he was the officiator for uh for 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 this particular fight, and I think he did everything in his power to officiate the fight well. Like first of all. The action that was on the feet was kind of mute. The the um what what was what was my man's name from um uh, Kennedy or yes um, Kennedy Darko Kennedy was was I don't know he was losing, um yeah period. The, I, okay, the only thing Kennedy had going for him the whole night of what I witnessed was this bashing knee. It was more of a it wasn't a flying knee. It was a is a jump kind of twist slam knee that he would do when um when Darko was up against the cage. But um that's the only thing I saw going for him cuz Darko started off with um some 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 Tiago um Santos leg kicks. Yes. Yes. Hard. Hard. And uh, what was the height difference on these guys? You remember the height difference? Um, I don't. But Darko, I mean, uh, Kennedy was definitely taller. He was definitely the taller man. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he was. Uh, Kennedy was kind of like sitting and waiting. Darko was, you know, trying to press forward, throwing a, di- a lot of different combinations, throwing a lot of different stuff. Man, I don't know what he was on in that picture, but he definitely got away from that because that man doesn't look anything. Remotely close. Oh, did you see? Um, did you see his um his UFC picture though? Um, I'm just I just was judging yeah, that, him off of what I seen in, on Saturday on Saturday. I mean, yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. he didn't look nothing like uh that, like that. Yeah, that picture before <laughs> looked like a looking like a high school kid. Yeah, I mean, I guess you saw to really be kicking ass because because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um. You know, this dude in the other picture looked like he was a WWE uh, uh, wrestler. That nigga looked like he was ready for Monday Night Raw. And Dude, that was a five-inch difference. Yeah, five-inch difference, which is probably Oof. the reason. I don't know, bro, but to, to, to listen, Darko was trying to throw everything. Darko was throwing these kicks into the uh, inside leg, inside mm-hmm. thigh, and he was, you know, he was he was catching him, but then he caught the man in the nuts. All right, bonga. What happened was the first one though, like the first one that missed. What it looked like is because because uh, Kennedy is significantly taller. It looked like he was going for the inside leg kick, and it slid instead of contacted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It slid up, and then from there, it just it didn't slide anymore. It just went up. No, it and did. Like, it did right. Exactly. You heard. You heard the cut. I mean, swap. And then afterwards, yeah. he he. But Kennedy was moving, and and money, uh, mini muscle body Brock Lesnar went over there, and he was like, he was like, all right, I'm not going to take a point from you because it was in transition. It looked like a mistake, but the next time, I'm going to take a point. Just watch your weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. watch your weapons. All right. Mm-hmm. And the fight continued to go. And 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 the, and the craziest part is. Is is the uh the the man that was doing the, the dick kicking was already winning the fight. It's bad enough to be beating yeah, the man. He was. You know what I mean? Uh, already, and then you just kick his nuts. You know to add insult to injury. And then I think in the second round, bunga another one. Oh, I mean, and he just lit. No, that was in the. I think the first dick kick was in the second round. Wasn't was the it? first one in the I second round? Then the first and the second I one th- came th- in the same round. 
Um, because the second, the second one is third when one and came in the, in the same round. Okay, I know there was two in one round because I think now nah, yeah. I think it was a break so in he, it. He hit him like towards the late of the second round was the first one. Then they went to their corners. Then he came. Nah, out, bro, I think that was the first round. I think he out, kicked him in the dick in every single him round. In the dick again. You sure? We yes. might. Okay, okay, yeah, we ain't arguing over sure. semantics. But go, 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 go. But and so yeah, so coming right out of the second round, coming straight from the corners, dick kick. And I was like, you know what? Because I think that's when um, he took a point. He took two points. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second one is when he took the point. I think you're right. I think the, um, the first and second one came in the, in the first round, in the, in the second round. And then the third one came in the third round. Because when the third one happened, he didn't know uh, what's the ref's name? Oh, who? Uh, mini Muscle Body Brock Lesnar? Yes, he didn't know what to do. Um, he didn't know whether they just take another point or not. So I think. Well, yeah, because he stopped. Because he right. stopped the fight at first, and mm-hmm. uh, and then he, you know, he took the point, and then and then afterwards, it was like he he went, you know, it was like okay, I told you not to do that, you know, what I mean, don't kick him no more like that, you know, what I'm saying, just leave it mm-hmm. alone. And then he was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. And then he came out in the uh, in the third round, and they're fighting, and then bonga! And it's funny because me and <laughs> me and my son was watching the fight, and he's like, "Dad, he gonna kick that man in the nuts again. He gonna kick him in the nuts again." <laughs> and I'm like, "No way, son. There's no. There's never been a UFC fight where a guy gets kicked in the nuts three times. Like you can't. I mean, no. they're not even nuts anymore. No. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the that man got a sack of mashed potates. Like his whole uh. legacy was stomped to death in an instant. But you know, sure as he, sure as the morning comes. He, Even though he was um, from Nigeria, he he might have came by way of Brazil, and it might have been a thing of his. He was so used to it because he looked unfazed until that that third one that put him on his knees. But then first two, he was like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no, I can do this. I can do this." That third one, that man dropped to his knees. Hell and yeah! Looked like he's had prior training with this. I mean, bro. No. No, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I, bro, no. I just, bro, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I, 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 I don't even, like, I, I can't even put into words what that man went through in that fight. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what type of Nigerian training they do to toughen your nuts, but I'm in agreement. Muscle with body, him. Brock Lesnar was like, "Look, man, I just can you continue because I." You still have a life to live after this, right? He was like, "I just don't you want know? you. I just don't want you to. Uh, I don't. I don't want no no type of effects to to you know. I don't want this to affect the fight, and I don't want no. By by the end, by the second kick, Mini Muscle Body Brock Lesnar had seen enough, and he mm-hmm. was like, "I'm ready to call this, okay? Because yeah. you got my nuts hurting, and <laughs> <laughs> and so by the third one, oh, Mini Muscle Body Brock Lesnar went over to him and was like, "Listen, brother, that's not a good technique for you." <laughs> That's not a good technique for you, brother. I want you to keep it on the ground. Just don't even throw it again. Like he channeled his inner Hogan. He straight went Hulk Hogan on the man. Yeah, yeah look at the hair though. Straight went Hulk Hogan on the man. Yeah, the Hogan. Hell yeah, he straight went Hulk Hogan on the man. Many muscle Brock Lesnar told him, "Listen, do not lift your foot off the ground for the rest of this, for the rest of this fight. I don't care what you got to do. If you want to yeah. run away, shuffle." All right, don't. <laughs> but what you're not gonna do is pick your feet up off the ground. If the next time I see your feet come off the ground, I'm taking the point away. The man oh should have won God. the fight 
Twenty nine, twenty eight. He did win the fight. No, no, he no. I'm saying, I'm saying, the man who got who continued mm-hmm. kicking Rico. That's what I'm saying. I'm well, saying well, he won yeah, the fight. Yeah, he won the fight. He well, he lost the fight, but he won the war. Because <laughs> uh, he got two points taken away from him, and ended up losing the fight twenty eight twenty seven, which means he would have won the fight twenty nine twenty eight. Yep. If he if he wouldn't yep. have kicked that man in the dick three times, three yep. dick kicks. Straight up. All right. Uh, moving on, we had Scott Holtzman versus who was his opponent? Oh, Dong Young Ma. We'll try that again. <laughs> okay. We have Scott Holtzman versus who was his opponent? Dong Young Ma. Yeah, that's definitely what I kept getting on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way that, listen. I, I felt like he was disappointed after round two, for sure. Oh, man, I, was, I had a whole lot of hope in Dong Young Ma. As soon as I seen him oh. come out, I was like, oh, man. You know, I just want an Asian fighter to win a championship. It's just like they're you. destroying everything that I ever that I grew up watching on every kung fu movie. You know, that like like come on. Like as soon as I see young Dong Young Ma come out there, I'm like, uh oh, Dong Young Ma. Like that's the way that they would have said it, bro. That like a kung fu hustle, bro. Like I was just waiting <laughs> to see Dong Young Ma just jump up and do a spinning back dragon fist stance on this nigga. Just watch out, ba bow. Like hit this nigga with with the mother freaking Buddhist palm technique. Like I was waiting to see. Some Ip Man mother freaking, you know, I was ready to see something. Like, like I wanted this nigga to become water. Become like water. I wanted him to do <laughs> something, bro. But, uh, nah, that didn't happen for Dan Young Ma. Man. Dan Young Ma ended up going, uh, Dan Young Ma didn't he go got, to sleep. Um, he Young got Ma. his orbital bone broken, right? That's what it looked like. Uh, I think. His, uh, his left eye swelled shut, and I think that's, uh, that's your orbital bone breaking, I think. There's a guy, um, I'm going to have to find it. Uh, there's a, he's a doctor, and uh, he watches boxing and UFC, and he'll do breakdowns on injuries. So I'm going to see if he's got one for this. Probably He probably doesn't, but I'm going to try and see if he's got something similar for this eye swelling. Because he, um, he talked about Cowboy Cerrone's injury when he blew his nose, and that was an orbital breakage. Yeah, well, so I definitely know it was the it, yeah, it was it was swelled completely shut. I mean, Dong Young Ma, I mean, he was a warrior. He was he he wanted to keep going, but um, I mean, the man couldn't see, and it's not his mm-hmm. fault. I mean, it it completely completely closed his eye. Um, Scott Holtzman was in there doing the darn thing. Uh, Dong Young Ma was trying, you know what I mean? Everything that he mm-hmm. could, you know, the the offense he was trying to mount, it just was, it just, it, he just couldn't really get into a good rhythm. And, and Holzman just had that eye on, on mother freaking laser lock. Like he just had that joint on radar. Every punch that he was throwing just landed at Dan Young Ma's eye. Mm-hmm. It was a great fight. Um, ended on the stool. Um, yeah. Congratulations on that win, Scott Holzman. Dan Young Ma, we will see you again. So then we had uh, Yakim Silva versus Nazrat Haparasat. Haparasat. You got it right. I, I got it wrong. Okay. God damn it. I know. I, I like. I, I like. I like Nazrat. I like Nazrat. Yeah, Nazrat. Nazrat's a beast. Yo, write this. Write this name down. Hell yeah. Okay? Hell yeah. Write. Write, write Nazrat Haparasat down. Nazrat is Absolutely. a mother freaking beast. Training out of TriStar Gym with the legend George Saint Pierre, bro. Mm. Nazrat. Looked like he was ready to do it standing up. 
on the ground, wherever yes. way it came, Nazareth was was looking to handle his business. And then my yes. man came through with the overhand right from Thunder and put oh, my man was, to It was a left. Was the overhand left? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was a left. It was, it was a left. A south wall. Oof. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Nazareth Happersat. That, yo, hey, yo. Mm. I am very excited to see what my man is going to do in the future, bro. TriStar got some problems. And, and, and you know what else? Guess who just what? started training up in TriStar? Now we're talking about TriStar. Who? Tyrone Woodley. Training with George oh, St. Yeah, Pierre. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I, I think that. he left. I'm not sure if he left Duke Rufus for good or if he left Duke Rufus. No, Duke I think Rufus. he's just going up there to train with GSP. Okay, I'm really excited about that, man. Uh, iron sharp and iron, man. Great things can come from that. So, uh, but yeah, man, whew, TriStar. Farasa Harbi is up there training ninjas. Just ninjas. I, I love it, bro. It's, it's, mm. I, I'm really excited about Nazareth Haberset. Uh, I think, he, uh, I think this, I think this guy is going to be, going to be the future. He's out of Iraq, right? Um, he's out of Iraq by way of what? Um, by way of Germany. Yeah. Is that it? Out of Iraq neck by way of Germany? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had um he had the Iraqi flag, Iraqi mouth guard, but he was by way of Germany. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I like him. Yeah. That's all I have. Is I like him. Yeah, I like I like I like uh I like Nazareth Happersat. Uh very exciting up and coming fighter. Uh that that uh Joakim Silva was 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 it was a good fight too, but Nazrat yeah. just he looked like he was on another level, and they both have mm -hmm. equal and on the was, same the same exact. And it was uh, interesting because uh, a record too, eleven and two. And and uh, so that was evenly uh, matched. Joakim Silva was um, he was trying to bait Nazrat. He kept doing this uh, this backward bounce on purpose, like he was trying to be walked down. Yeah. Um, he was trying to bait him for for a, a counter and yeah he because he threw a hard spinning uh, spinning back kick at one time mm -hmm. and it, and and it missed uh, yeah he was trying to bait mm -hmm. him you could tell that uh, uh, Silva was going for the one punch knockout mm -hmm. he looked like he was going for the one punch knockout but Nazrat was like okay or, or the one kick knockout uh, Silva wanted to knock him out but uh, yeah that didn't go Absolutely. his way Nazrat boy man I'm, I'm excited about that guy. The co-main event mm, mm, of mm. the evening. Introducing first. This Jim is your Miller. boy. Out of the red corner. <laughs> Set it up, Chief. Clay Guida. The carpenter. Woo. I love Jim Miller. Yeah, I know. I love Clay Guida, but I love Jim Miller. Uh, Jim Miller got it started for me. Uh, when I was in South Carolina watching the UFC by myself, mm -hmm. um, he started my Fear the Beard tradition. Okay, um, okay, that's where you got that from. Yeah, when I watched, um, when I watched him, it's in his highlight reel for this fight. He choked out this dude, made him bleed straight through the nose. That was like, man, Fear the Beard. I was like, Fear the Beard. If this, because everybody on that card who had a beard won. Everybody yeah, on, yeah, that yeah, on that particular card who had a yeah. beard won. And if two men had a beard, the man with the bigger beard won. And I remember that vividly. And I was like, yo, fear the beard is my thing. That is my thing now. 
I know it started in That's, baseball. Yeah, it yeah. carried over to basketball, but I was bringing it to the UFC. Oh, and it was it was a serious thing because everybody was rocking mm. a big beard. Everybody yes. was rocking a big beard, from yes. uh, Jones to uh, Mighty Mouse. Uh, Jim yes. Miller had the, had the big beard. Shoot, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cowboy Cerrone had the beard at one time. Everybody yep. had the the thick beard. I'm so happy Jim Miller cut that shit off his face. It made him look young. He looks like a young man. Yeah. He looks like a... He definitely... When they said he was retiring, I was like, eh, he looked like he ought to. He looked like he ought to. And now I'm just like, oh, he's not that old, is he? I'm too close to his age. How old is he? Was he like 32? 37. Oh, well, nah, you're not that close. Him and Clay are the same age. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's an older fighter, but um, mm-hmm. 37, to, to put on a performance like he had... Wow. I mean, Jim Miller looked amazing in that fight. Absolutely. He definitely did. He looked amazing in that fight. Yo, so this fight started off, I mean, uh, we were, by now, I think the time sync was getting closer for whatever reason, um, because I was streaming it, and you were watching it uh, live off the cable, and um, boy, it started off with Clay landing a solid strike. If you go watch the... uh, the submission reel, you miss it. But Clay started off with a solid strike. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, he stumbled did. Jim Miller. Yep, yep. stumbled him. I was like, and then Jim answered immediately yep, with, a, with, with his own with strike, a solid strike of his own. <laughs> yep. And I was like, oh man, I jumped up. Uh, my daughter got startled because she was sitting on my lap, and I was like, man, this is about to be a right. fight yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, 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 I was, yeah. in, boy, I was envisioning Jim Miller versus Joe Luz, uh, Lozon. Okay, that's what I was envisioning. Okay, just a bloodbath, and he rock Jim rock Clay so hard that Clay did the Connor versus Nate. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna just wrestle you. Yep. I'm gonna just. Oh, that hurt. Let me just, I'm going to gather myself in the wrestle, but you shot in on the wrong person. Yeah, and, and, and Clay Guida's ground game is no joke either. But it's not. It is not. The way he was wobbly, and then he shot out, yeah. and Jim was just like, yep. opportunity Yo, cinched. The way Jim stuffed him. He stuffed him and kept him mid up. Like, he caught him a uh, uh, chest-to-shoulder stuff, yeah. which gave him plenty of room to wrap his arm under. Yep. Reach up with his hips high, you know, legs high. Yep. He caught that man's right arm underneath his leg. There was no chance of of Clay coming out of that, none. And I don't know what it was of Clay. Maybe he was maybe he was more dazed than we thought or something. But he didn't even try to tap, bro. <sighs> bro, yeah, he didn't try. I, to I think tap. he was fighting. I mean, Clay's a Clay's a he's a. It's funny because in the pre in the um in the uh, pre fight. Episode, I think I said something like, "Yeah, Clay's the type of person that I get choked." I seen Clay get choked out and stand back up and run around the ring. Yeah, <laughs> you sure. absolutely said. <laughs> sure as hell. <laughs> sure as hell. Clay got choked to sleep, and after it was over, Clay stood up and ran around the ring with his hands up. And I'm like, "Oh yeah. God, Clay, it's okay. You don't, you don't got him, buddy. <laughs> you don't got to do it." Uh, he ain't do that here, but yeah, I don't know exactly that what you're talking was about. Funny as hell, bro. But but Jim got it done. Jim got me happy. Um, it sounded like he's on the um, he's he's on the brighter side of his uh fight with Lyme disease. Uh, I'm I'm very yeah, very happy yeah, to hear that too. for Jim. Um, out of Sparta, New Jersey, man. Yes, sir. An original Spartan. An original Spartan. Um, what a warrior, bro. What a freaking warrior. Jim Miller is a beast. Clay Guida is a beast. Both are legends. 
um, mm-hmm. just just warrior mentality and warrior crap that those guys put on. That was a good that was a good darn fight, man. Great mm-hmm. fight. Uh, it only lasted it only lasted uh, fifty eight seconds, but but um, or is that fifty eight? That's fifty eight seconds in or fifty eight seconds left. No, it's fifty eight. Eight seconds, uh, in. seconds in. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, it, it, that mm-hmm. was what a it was a quick fight. That was but so hell of quick. a fight, man. Ah, uh, disappointingly quick. Hell of a mother freaking fight. Mm-hmm. Um, in the main event. Oh man. Well, so Kobe. If Coven. you didn't know how we felt, just go back to the beginning. Right. That's all, folks. It's over now. All right, look, I'm going to give, give it to you real Lou, quick. wrap this shit up. Take them out. That's, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Oh, man. Kobe Covington threw more. Okay, look, look. Here you are. You ready? You ready? Kobe Covington yeah, threw we, more. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, we did say at the beginning we would be objective. Yeah, we And where would. we have to be objective, for sure, is in the record that Kobe set. Are you ready for, for it? For the welterweight division. I think he said it for the UFC. Yeah, it's for UFC. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Kobe Covington versus Robbie Lawler, the former champion of the welterweight division. Kobe Covington got in there and had a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, Josh. Threw 541 strikes. Landed less than half of them, Ooh. though. 201 uh. strikes landed. Got into Robbie Lawler's face. Mm. Robbie Lawler looked like he was trying to do a rope a dope the entire time. Mm. Entire time. Kobe Covington kept pushing him up against mm. the cage, taking him down, putting up the most sissy fired chokes I've ever seen in my life. I'm not sure if he was yes. actually trying to choke him out or if he was just doing it for not show. Sure the man just kept getting up. Robbie, uh, Kobe yes. Covington kept taking him down. Robbie Lawler, th- yes. I thought he was going to get into his rhythm in the fourth in the fifth round he did not get into his rhythm in the fourth and the fifth round it was just a lot more of the same exact damn thing in the fifth round Robbie Lawler was throwing hell of punches uh, over the top none of them was landing Kobe Covington was uh, kept coming forward hell of pressure hell of pressure hell of pressure and got the win in the most disappointing loss in the entire UFC history and that's exactly how that went that's all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's how the cookie crumbles. That's all the time I'm willing to spend on Kobe Covington. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that. So, in other news, did you know Cyborg was released from the UFC? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. For the folks out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's I, I think, I you know, um, who spoke on her behalf? Shab. Shab has spoke on her behalf. Yes, he did. Um, he did speak on her behalf. Saying that she was um, one of the sweetest people you'll ever know um, outside that ring. She does a lot of charity. Um, yeah. she, she gives back to the community a lot. A lot. Um, it's, to me, I think from the time that she entered, um, they weren't on the same page. Her and Dana just, they, they didn't agree. And... Um, not that I think she thought she was a bigger superstar than what she was. I don't believe that at all. I think she deserved a level of respect from what she was bringing to the sport. And I really think that Dana wasn't, I don't, I don't want to buy into what Shab was saying about, um, her looks. I mean, I'm not, listen, let's, I'm not, let's not, let's, let's call a spade a spade, right? If you had a company. And and I think what Shab said was 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 point on, right? If you had a company and you're trying to push female MMA, um, not only are you trying to open up the doors for more females to want to fight in MMA, but you're also trying to open up and appeal to a certain demographic, which is females watching MMA. Um, if you have a when you think about a female MMA fighter before Ronda Rousey, before uh, uh, Paige Van Zandt, before Rose Namajunas. Um, you would expect them to look like Cyborg, 
that I mean, if I told you women fighting in cage before you ever seen UFC, you would expect them to look like cyborg, and that's the reason why that that de- that demographic was not hit on hard. That's the reason why there was still a divide between that. It wasn't until Ronda Rousey and Misha Tate and the the more beautiful women, and then women and little girls looking like. Wow, I can be a fighter too. It doesn't have anything to do with all of this and that. And 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 I mean, come on. If you really if 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 you're running a business and I mean, you're being real money, you know, you're looking at money and you're not just looking at, you know, how sweet of a person she is and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's I don't agree with Brandon Shop. You know I don't agree with uh, a lot of stuff yeah. that Brandon Shop said uh, says. Mm-hmm. Um I think sometimes, you know, I mean, he's a fighter, so I, you know, I listen to him because I respect him as a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't agree with a lot of the things that Brandon Shop says as far as fighting. He's a huge uh, Conor McGregor stand, and I don't understand that at all. But I think that he hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, I think this all started going downhill when her um, production team changed the the wording of uh the conversation that she had between Dana, her and Dana White backstage. Yeah. Cuz she did say that yeah. she she had she did say that she had no idea about that. I mean, right. I mean, it is your production team so you are at fault for what, you know, you oh, allow yeah. your people to do, right? But mm-hmm. um I think that's definitely where it I think that's definitely what gave him the ammunition to let her go the way he did. Mm-hmm. But I would say that they wanted Cyborg to come in because they wanted Ronda, Ronda Rousey to beat Cyborg. Um, Ronda Rousey was fighting at 135. Cyborg was fighting at 155, I believe, in in uh, yes. in uh, Strike Force or um, Invicta, and they wanted Cyborg to cut to 135, which would have totally depleted her body and made her extremely vulnerable, and fight against mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey, which Ronda Rousey would have beat that cyborg at 135 because of uh, all the, you know, just the total depletion. I mean, she passed out, for God's sakes, trying to get down to 140 before. Mm-hmm. And that would have put Ronda Rousey over the top as the solidified baddest woman on the planet for the hardcore MMA fans and the casual viewers. Um, mm-hmm. That was the need for Cyborg. And then they needed Cyborg to come over because she had this myth, this mythos, this, you know, this aura about her from her Invicta, um, her, her Invicta career. And they were waiting, I believe, for somebody to beat her the way that Amanda Nunez beat her definitively. Mm-hmm. And now the moment that you the moment that you're, you're the greatest of all time. Now, the moment that you lose. Amanda Nunez is automatically the greatest of all time. The moment that you lose that way, in that fashion, you know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. Amanda Nunez, which is still not, I mean, Amanda Nunez is, is a beautiful woman, but she's not, you know, no Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey, but she appeals to mm-hmm. a whole different demographic. You understand what I'm saying? Agreed. So Agreed. either way, you still have a champion that's going to make more money. I think you're going to get more money made from uh, Amanda Nunez and a Ronda Rousey type or a you know a Misha Tate type than you are from unfortunately a cyborg type just because of you know her her past with you know the steroids and what they did to her physical appearance um you know it's sad you know how shallow the world is but come on man I mean when you want to sell a car you know what do you put next to it a beautiful woman I mean, and that's just. Oh, it's, man, I thought he was gonna say something totally I'm different. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I, I, so I, I can only imagine what you thought I was, I was about to say. I was, 
Okay. <laughs> I can only yeah. imagine just, where you was about to go with that. I'm just gonna put that in the box. All right. With your mama's. With your uh, mama's titties, titties and throw that. <laughs> and just throw that shit in the. Ocean. That's why. But uh, when, yeah, when you think of when you think of a beautiful woman, I'm gonna have to edit that out. I really don't want your mom to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that she's gonna ever listen, but I think it's. It fine. doesn't matter. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't want it ever to. That's fine. I don't want that to be in. There I don't want it to be in there. That's cool. Cool. I love you, mom. I don't want it to be out there. But uh. Yeah, man, I, 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 I think that they, they just realized that, you know, like he said, I'm out of the cyborg business. That's because, like, listen to, bro, after she lost, Dana White wasn't talking about cyborg. He was talking about Felicia Spencer. Mm-hmm. I mean, any of these women at this point is going, to, is, going to be, is going to appeal more to women than cyborg would appeal to women just because she looks like cyborg is the ultimate villain. But she, the problem is she doesn't act. She doesn't have a villain attitude. Like if Cyborg would act like a villain, and he mm-hmm. and, and beat up these girls and be like, yeah, these little you know, these little bitches can't mm-hmm. fight me and all this other stuff, then then Dana would be like, oh yeah, I love this because it it works. And then you have mm-hmm. a woman that looks like you know a regular you know you know just you know a regular woman a beater you know fighter and cutter and stuff, and then it's like, oh man, you know, you know, girl power, you you done built it up. But Cyborg, she's sweet, and mm-hmm. you know. You know, she her her appearance may not be the the you know beauty's an eye to behold her, but her appearance may not be the the most marketable you know per se uh, cover girl type appearance. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I, I think Chop hit it on the head with that one. I mean, that was that's just my my thoughts about it. But uh, yeah, it's crazy, bro. Crazy, crazy. Wherever she goes next, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, she's gonna be, she, she's, she's gonna be, you know, big marketed over there. That's for sure. Big time marketed wherever she goes. I think she's gonna go to Bellator. I would, I would, I would agree with that. But um, I don't. Um, I'm literally just saying that off of uh, the name and history of uh, where UFC fighters go. I yeah. don't know if they. Uh, sorry, I was mm. speaking into the mic. I don't know if they have enough. Um, if they have the weight class for her, because I don't want to see her cut down that far. It, it's too yeah, it's too, too much, much stress on her. Yeah, and I, I mean, I would like to see her go to one champion because they don't care about that type of stuff in Japan. You know, they just care more about. Um, I mean, they care more about like you know you as a person in, in respect amongst fighters and you know your code and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I would like to see you know I don't know if one championship has a a, a woman's. Um, featherweight or yes a women's featherweight um division or even a women's lightweight division but uh i mean for cyborg that's when you build a division like if you can land cyborg then you build a division for her i mean that's what the ufc Mm -hmm. did you know what i'm saying so and and they still only got like four women in it but besides the point um yeah, I think you. I think you. I think you. You. Whoever gets her, is going to build a division around her, and hopefully she can end her end her career on a high note. And we probably will see her back in the UFC at least one more time if if um, Amanda Nunes remains uh, this um, dominant. You know what I mean? As a champion, mm-hmm. they probably are, you know realize that okay, we got to do a cyborg rematch, especially if she goes someplace else and she just rebuilds her brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so um, we don't have. 
I don't have much on uh, Fight Night 156. I think I only have uh, three fights um, that I'm familiar with. Uh, of course, Tisa, uh, Tisa, Tisha Torres Tisha versus Torres. Uh, Marina Rodriguez. Yeah, I'm, that's going to be a good um, fight. That's on the prelims. Um, and then uh, the main card is just Vulcan Ozdemir versus Early Latifi. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and then um, Valentina Shevchenko versus Liz Carmouche. Oh, you left out so, um, uh, Vincente versus uh, Mike I Perry. I did, I did. In the Kobe event. Uh, the, the microphone's boom is in the way. Oh. I'll blame, I'll blame <laughs> that. Um, yes, Platinum... Platinum Mike Perry Saturn going up against <laughs> Vicente Luque. Yeah. But uh, let's get through this real quick. Uh, you got anything on Tisha? Uh, no new news on Tisha. And I hope she gets the win. Um, okay. I'm going with Tisha for that fight. And then Vulcan Ostamir versus Ayer Latifi. Um, Ayer is big power, but I'm going to go with Vulcan Uzdemir because of the reach advantage. Huge reach advantage and huge um, height advantage. But Yair might, uh, Yair might be able to come over and land an overhand punch, whether it be a right or a left, and uh, mm-hmm. and knock him out. But I definitely think this fight is going to... Not go to the decision. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's going... Somebody's going to sleep. I was about to say second round. I think this fight is going mm-hmm. to the second round. I think it's going to be over in the second. And uh, Perry Saturn? Um, I hope Mike Perry gets the win. Um, okay. I hope Mike Perry gets the win and breaks into the top ten, or the, I think he he might be in the top ten. I'm not sure what his ranking is, but I think he's in the top fifteen. I don't think he's in the fight in the top ten. No, I'm I'm almost certain he's not in the top ten. So hopefully uh, Mike Perry he's got he's he's on um, it's it's a fight night, uh, ESPN plus, um, he's the co-main event. Uh, you could tell that the UFC likes his personality. He's a big name. Mm-hmm. His name is bigger than his resume as of right now. But I'm I'm rocking with Mike Perry. I like Mike Perry a lot. So hopefully Mike Perry can um can get the job done and uh, keep moving forward in his career. Uh, then we have the former Marine or the Marine, I should say, as a veteran, respecting all Marines out there, except for five. Liz Carmouche versus Valentina. Oh, I'm watching this. I can't get enough of Pretty Bay or her sister. I'm watching a volunteer. I don't know if we're going to see this. Um, This is at 8 o'clock on Saturday. I don't know if we're going to be back in time. Listen, I have we're be back I time? have DVR, and I'm going to see this regardless. So, Oh, this is on ESPN+. Plus. I, yeah. We should be able to get this on the app oh, yeah. and watch it on the coaster. We're <laughs> <laughs> going to lose our phones. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna watch this on uh, Nitro. Yep. We'll we'll be able to watch it. We'll we'll watch it. I'll I'm watching like, on. Well, watch we definitely on watch it sitting in the line for. Hell Altura. yeah, we can no watch doubt. it sitting in the line. It starts at eight though. When's the, the main car fights. starts at eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it will. will um, I I can't watch this driving home. I'll crash. Yeah. Nah. Not 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 nothing with Valentina Shevchenko can. Look, I, I do some risky room. shit. Yeah. Yeah. You do. But I, I can't watch a fight. I think last time we went to um. Six Flags, you watch Lucha Underground on TV the entire time while driving. Up. Yes. That was fact. Yeah. <laughs> Got you hooked on it, though, yeah, didn't you I? did, but that was... Got you hooked on it. That was definitely sketchy as hell. Uh, <laughs> I think you. I think that's why you invested in the in, in the show more. I watch it, Josh. I watch it. Please just watch the road. I watch it. I promise. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to see this part. I'm telling I'm you, man. When he it. does that flip, woo. I promise I'm watching Lucha Underground is still dope as hell. I still be watching. Hey, when they do when 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 
when they do all the finishing moves from the top 10 dangerous moves on on YouTube, mm -hmm. I think it's worth the while. Oh, hell yeah. Um, another thing, since we are talking about Lucha Underground real quick, Cain Velasquez made his, um, his wrestling debut. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I wanted to bring it up to you, but I saw yeah. that. Uh, I'm not sure what yep. it was in. TFL? Mm. I clicked that right there. Yeah. Did he come in as that? Because I didn't yeah, see him as yeah, that. Yeah, that's what he came in as. The man came in with bull. the bullhorns. Yeah. Okay. He's, you know, he's 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 uh he's a he's you know from he's Mexican, so he well, had to that, he had to come I'm, in and rest the uh, the one I the the triple mask mania I saw was far different than that. Oh, okay. Came in as mm -hmm. triple triple mania. So. I'm not sure Velasquez what his name. was one of the most intriguing stars of Triple Mania, the annual major show of the year for AAA promotion. Yeah. Um, I guess he needs the bull. Mm. That's dope, though. I'm happy for Kane, man. Well, he's definitely done now. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm happy for him, though, man. I mean, he could be done, bro. He had a... He had a... Um, he had a uh, he had a great, a, a, a great, you know, wrestling career. Absolutely. And WWE is watching him closely. I can guarantee it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I know they would love to get their hands on an ex UFC, uh, an ex, you know, an ex UFC another guy. Another heavyweight. I mean, think about it, bro. And yeah, and another heavyweight. I mean, you know, look mm -hmm. at how the numbers pop for them with Ronda Rousey. If you get Cain Velasquez, oh man, a big, a, a, a big Mexican um, fighter who you know, former heavyweight champion of the world. Oh, and now the luchador. I mean, you know, Mexico has heavy roots with um, with with professional wrestling. So just the fact that Absolutely. you know, you know, a, a former Mexican uh, UFC champion and the mother freaking um and the mother freaking uh uh now the now the luchador. Oh, bro, you know, I could just imagine the stuff that he could pull off in the ring or try to pull off. His strikes is gonna look so so much more crisp. Um, his punching is just gonna look so good. His wrestling is gonna look so good. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, just like Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey, her mic skills wasn't good, but her her wrestling, the stuff that she does, you think it was yeah. real? You know what I mean? Like she, her yeah. in her in uh, in ring ability is just far beyond you know other people because she has legitimate judo background. So when she hits you with a flip, she's hitting a, a dummy with a flip that's not really resisting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like right, right, right. if she can catch Kat Zagano running rushing towards her, oh, yeah. then she can definitely yeah. catch a chick that's already know what's coming. And I think the same thing with Cain Velasquez. So I'm really excited for him. Um, and that I'll be, I, I, I'm gonna have to uh, go on YouTube and watch that um, that Cain Velasquez uh, event to just to see, just to see how he looked. But I'm definitely excited for him taking the next step in his career. Daniel Cormier, I seen a video with Daniel Cormier was watching. He's like, tag me in, Cain. I think that's where he's gonna end up probably going. He doesn't have to, but <laughs> he could be coach. I definitely think that he he's gonna do it coach. at least once. I want to see him be Coach Cormier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely Uncle, think he's going to do it Coach at least Cormier. once. Yeah. All right, take him out, Lou. All right, guys, that was another episode of Round One. Um, we'll catch you on the next time, but as always, good night. God bless. Deuces. Round One.